Hello, I am Chris from the Geek Peak Podcast, and I am very excited to introduce my two friends here, Miles. Hello, I'm Miles from the Distump Podcast. And Josh. Hi, I'm Josh from the Four Nerds by Nerds Podcast. We are very, very excited to be doing a brand new podcast together. We are joining forces, and we are going to be reviewing horror movies. It is called High on Horror. That's going to be our podcast where we talk all about horror movies. We're going to review them, and we're even going to have some audience participation. I hope you guys are excited. You can follow us on social media. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at HonHPod, where we'll be pumping out quality content all the time. And remember, life is tough, so why not take a break and get high on horror? Four Nerds by Nerds Production. Welcome to the Four Nerds by Nerds Podcast. I am Josh. I am Ben. We are here on a crisp fall morning. We have our deep, smooth voices. Yeah, baby. And we're going to watch Ghostbusters. Hells yeah. One of baby. our favorite movies ever. Because Ghostbusters Afterlife comes out today. I'm so excited for this. Yeah. I'm super excited. I don't think it'll be the same, but I think it'll still be good. We will get right into this. We're watching this on DVD. Uh, I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. You can look that up yourself. I haven't but, seen it streaming anywhere, yeah. but I'm sure... It used to be on Netflix forever. I'm sure somebody's got it out there someplace right now. Yeah, but you've definitely seen Ghostbusters, so no need to watch along. On three, we'll all hit play. One, two, three, play. There is nothing I love more as a child than Ghostbusters. Oh, it was it was like groundbreaking. It was one of the best things I've ever seen when I was a kid. Because when I was a kid, not only did I have this movie, but I had the cartoon show, The Real Ghostbusters. I loved that cartoon. And then in the 90s, there was The Extreme Ghostbusters, which was a continuation. Yeah, I didn't like that one as much. Uh, I loved it. I really loved it. I was Egon for Halloween one year. I think by the time Extreme Ghostbusters came out, I was having children, so I wasn't into it as much. I, I thought it was really cool. There are some really cool episodes of that, and that feels more like the movies than... The real Ghostbusters did. I can they say, use a lot of the music. I might have seen like one or two episodes. I didn't have, uh, I was really poor back then. Yeah. Um, still poor now, but very poor back then. <laughs> so uh, me and the children didn't have cable, <laughs> so yeah. we didn't get to watch that stuff. Yeah, they had a lot of, a lot of the same music. Egon was the same same voice actor from the real Ghostbusters. Oh, really? Yeah. I think we've had, have we had the discussion about uh, the cast of Ghostbusters and Garfield and all that stuff with Bill Murray. Oh, it's all linked I think together. Yeah, that, yeah, I think we have had that conversation. I think where everybody's interchangeable in these movies, I guess. Yeah, so weird. <laughs> so Bill Murray plays... Uh, Peter Venkman. Well, no, I was thinking of uh, Garfield first. And he plays voice- Garfield, but Garfield's voice actor from the cartoons plays him in the go- real Ghostbusters. Yeah. Car- <laughs> yeah, I think it's just funny that they traded out like that. It's like why couldn't you have gotten the real voice actor to play him in the in the movie of Garfield? Yeah, <laughs> instead of Bill Murray. I, but it was great. I think Bill Murray did a great job in everything that he's done. So I, I can't f- wait to see him back in the new one. Yeah, I hope they don't just pop up at the end like, hey, great job. 
I at one point somebody said there was a voiceover where Bill Murray's you can hear Bill Murray being encouraging and talking to somebody. So but it's just the audio from this one. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. In the trailer. Yeah, it's where he's like giving Ray the speech about like let's do this. <laughs> like let's Ah, well that makes a lot of sense. Woohoo, the ghost. It's just so weird they talk about they if you watch like documentary footage, they kind of talk about this like this was like a low budget like movie. But all the effects are great. <laughs> like all the logos, the music, everything seems like this was like a a higher budget film. Well, listen, the they did a lot with what they had, I guess. <laughs> My only problem with Bill Murray in this movie is that he seems too stupid to be a doctor. I mean, you had to have a lot of work to become a doctor. Well, maybe maybe he's just so worried about getting some poon that uh, it makes him feel that way. Because this is, was his character. He didn't change from movie to movie. Like, he played this exact same type of guy in Stripes. Yeah. And everything he's been in, all he was worried about is getting to the next lady. And these two idiots have been in everything, too. This blonde girl, she's been in a lot of stuff. The guy sitting next to her has been in a lot of stuff. Like, the 80s was filled with these people. It's always hard for me, too, because, I mean, how old is Bill Murray here? He looks like he's 40. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think he was. He's supposed to be, oh, I've never left college. <laughs> Let's look it up. He never left college, or he was a doctor at the college? Yeah, he went right from being a student to working for the college. Oh, oh. This came out, what, 84? Yep. How old was Bill Murray in 1984? Like, 35? Not Bill Mummy. I don't know who Mum. Bill, Bill Mummy? Mummy is. That's, that's him from uh, Zombie World, whatever that is. <laughs> he was 30, 34 years old. Oh, he was close. I said 35. Yeah. Holy shit. Man, that makes him old now. <laughs> yeah, he's 71. Holy moly. I mean, this movie was 40 years ago. <laughs> he's my parents' age. He only has 75 more to go. What's this one? A gopher. No. Caddyshack is a movie that I know has hilarious parts, but overall I don't think is a great movie, and everyone fucking loves it. Oh, Caddyshack and Caddyshack 2. I think it's really just the dry humor. Like, the Bill Murray parts are great. Yep. And the Rodney Dangerfield parts are amazing. No, but I you can't I, argue with Rodney Dangerfield. Everything in between, I don't think is funny. No, nah, and there, there was, was some a, weird like abortion subplot. Okay. <laughs> there was a ton of movies like that in the eighties, like Meatballs and all that stuff that Bill Murray was in. That I mean, this guy just absolutely dominated the screen in the eighties, and it's all the same shtick the whole time. But he pulled it off. He made himself a, a, a household name. And now he plays golf with some of the best people in the world. <laughs> I didn't know he played golf so well. Oh, he used to have a show on Comedy Central where him and his brothers, all they did was play golf. Really? Yeah. I mean, this man can golf. I watched him. I was like, holy shit, Bill Murray's good. <laughs> oh, Dan Aykroyd. Uh, I got a love-hate relationship with him, too. All his stuff was the same. Except... He's just kind of out there, you know? You don't hear much from Yeah, he's a, he's a weird guy. <laughs> he's just way out there. He's very much into conspiracy theories. and Really? Yeah, 9-11 was an inside job and aliens exist and all this shit. Oh, it's, sounds like I'd like him. He has a, <laughs> he has a vodka company that, that comes in a crystal skull 
bottle. There's a what now? Yeah, he owns a vodka company. Oh, a oh, a vodka company that yeah. comes in a crystal skull. That's cool. I mean, if yeah, Sammy Hagar cool. can have a tequila company, he can have whatever he wants. <laughs> but apparently he also still like does coke and shit. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he does. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, he was on Saturday Night Live. I think everybody on that show's done coke. But he's years. still doing coke in like his 70s. <laughs> Hey, whatever gets him up in the morning, right? Yeah, but I mean, he's also like the first person to gain weight while being a cokehead. <laughs> oh, he was large and is large. Did you like his Coneheads movie? Did you ever watch like yeah, all of Coneheads, that? Yeah, Coneheads, yeah. I mean, a weird movie. So much stuff that came off of Saturday Night Live that went to movies, that was probably one of my favorites. And it's so weird they made that movie, and it's like, hey, you know what is not popular from 20 years ago? <laughs> Let's make a movie out of that. But, again, wow, look at his... He's got flare-bottom pants, and it's 1984. What's going on, Dan? Oh, Harold Ramis. R.I.P. Harold Ramis. I wonder Ramis. if he'll appear as a CGI ghost. Like an apparition or something? In That'd the be new one awesome. Like, say hi to his... I don't understand this, all right? Well, I'm going to look it up, because I want to see the age here. Harold Ramis was just the best part of this. It is weird. It's weird how like <clears throat> big he got too before he died, because he was so skinny in the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> he was in Stripes as well with Bill Murray. Yeah, I think he wrote, he wrote a lot of these. So he was. Um, I love Stripes. I own Stripes. I, that was one of the only movies. Okay, so here's here's my backstory for Stripes. My dad watched Stripes without me, and because I was young, and it's a rated R movie, yeah. I wasn't allowed to watch it. So as soon as I was old enough to own it, when I could find it on DVD, I bought it because I wanted to watch it so bad. <laughs> it, it took years, but I finally tracked it down so I could watch the whole damn thing. You can't stop me. <laughs> but it was good, and I loved it. And it's another just uh, two horn dogs running around in the military acting stupid. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched it a few years ago for the first time, and I was like, I probably would have loved this as a kid. I I don't know. I just I think everything that Bill Murray's done to me is just great. I just like his stuff. So the actress that's playing Egon's daughter in Ghostbusters Afterlife is forty. Like I want to know how are they going to explain that timeline? Because last we saw Egon was in Ghostbusters two in right. nineteen eighty nine, and he didn't have any kids. <laughs> But and now this movie is. is do is, we know he didn't have like illegitimate children sitting somewhere? To do we don't know this because she said she didn't know her dad, and she I don't I, I don't think she did, and I don't think the grandparent the kids the grandkids are like we don't know. He left us this house, so I can't. I I want to know how they explain it. True, yeah, but I think it's because he had a child like maybe out of wedlock that he never got to see, and maybe was messing around in college one day, and I think. They should have dropped Finn Wolfhard had it just been the little girl and made the mom a little younger. True, because... And had it been Egon and Janine's... Nobody kid. really wants that Wolfhard kid in their movies. No, he's in a very weird age right now where he looks like a monster. Well, if they cut his hair, he wouldn't look like such That's a true. weirdo. Yeah. But... If it was Finn Wolfhard from like the first season or two of Stranger Things, I'd take it. Yeah. But he looks like a... He's just in that awkward phase. Yeah, he's that awkward teenager. He's skinny and, and gangly. But I guess that makes him more like Egon, because he's skinny and gangly in this. 
But the little girl, I think, is perfect uh, to play his granddaughter. Yeah, she she looks like she could be his granddaughter. Yeah, I think they did a good job with that. That's good casting. But she's a great little actress, anyway. I've, I don't know that I've seen her in anything. Oh, dude, you've you seen say her. that she's in everything. You've seen her in everything. Like well, if, what? If you haven't watched everything, then you haven't seen her. But uh, she's she's in Young Sheldon. Uh, she plays no. Sheldon's love interest. Because um, that's what that show needs. A child needs a love interest. Well, it's it's his little girlfriend that he's afraid of. You know what I mean? But they, you know, you end up being in love with your best friend when they're a girl. It it happens. But he just doesn't know it because he doesn't know human interaction properly. Um, but she's his nemesis, I guess, in the show. She's as smart as he is. Um, she's just, you'll, you'll find her polka dotted through movies everywhere. I love this ghost. I always wonder, like, how do they do that? How do they make, like, back in the early 80s, like, they didn't have computers the way we have computers now. Like, what techniques are they using (laughs) to make uh... that look invisible? Is it just, like, filming it over and over till it gets a little, like diluted and then pasting it like over top of film like i don't understand how they oh, it's do. definitely like a layer they do a, a filmed layered technique which i'm not quite sure how that works because they've been doing it for years um but that ghost is filmed separately and then layered over the other film that's that's there but just like indiana jones and all these other ones where you got the drops from high cliffs and stuff it's the same way there's a weird background. I don't know. I, I don't know how to film things. I wish I did. I wish I knew more about it. This library looks scary anyway. It's in a basement. Yeah. And it's on metal shelves. It would scare the living shit out of me. And yeah. that was awesome. The true Ghostbusters 3 is the video game that came out about 12 years ago now. And you go to all these places. You go to the library. Ben's choking on coffee. Arms up. It'll pass. We'll talk through this. Breathe, buddy. I'm dying. He's all right. My ghost scared the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> Ben's a big pussy. <laughs> no matter how many times he sees this movie, <laughs> gets gets him every time. You good? He's good. But yeah. Sorry, you- kids. <laughs> it is a little bit of a rehash because you go to the library, you go to, uh, like the Statue of Liberty, you go, you fight Stay Puff. Like, it's a lot of the same, but it's all the same voice actors. It was written by Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis. The video game. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. They even got Dickless back. What's Dickless. The bad guy from this movie. Nice. All right, so. Don't watch Ghostbusters and breathe while you're drinking coffee. <laughs> yeah. It's terrifying. <clears throat> well, the whole point of that choking was for me not to spit my coffee out everywhere. I was trying to swallow and breathe at the same time. It doesn't work, children. It doesn't. Oh, my God. So from what I've seen in the trailers for the new Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, it's they use the small marshmallows. He's not huge. And they're, the minis, yeah. And they're like cannibalistic. They're trying to kill each other. Yeah, at first, originally that was, like, released as, like, a um, Baskin-Robbins, like, ice cream slash Walmart commercial. Really? And then it turned out to be actual footage from the movie. And I was Weird. Like, oh, I thought this was just for the commercial. 
Like, why? Like, Stay Puff's not a ghost. So why are there a bunch of little Stay Puffs popping up? I don't know. Like, and then there, he's also, Paul Rudd also gets chased by a Terra dog. And it's like, I don't really need it linked like that. It's gonna be. Like, come up with new things. <clears throat> But I don't know. I'm, I am excited for it. I feel, like, pessimistic about it, but the main thing is that it's... I feel like it's a, be, it's a sequel made based on nostalgia and not an, a true sequel. Yeah. Because it's... Oh, like, kids liked this in the 80s. We will forget about the part that they weren't supposed to like it. <laughs> because <laughs> it's, like... Dan Aykroyd gets a glo- ghost blowjob in this movie. <laughs> like, well, I was not... going to bring that up. My, my wife watched this because she was born in 84, so she watched it as a child. And <clears throat> she's like, I didn't understand that part when I was growing up. I thought she, I thought the ghost was tickling his feet or something. And I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. This this is why it should have been a, a PG-13. <laughs> or, or, you know, close to an R. But it's like, so they're just... And then it got also lumped into... Being for children because of the cartoons and toys sales were huge Correct. and stuff like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. So now they're making a sequel where the main characters are children. So it's definitely not going to have the like the humor won't be the same. Well, if you if you look at the trend right now, there's a lot of that happening. There's a lot of what was big in the '80s that we can remake right now. Yeah. And this is just falling right in line with the rest of it. Like all the TV shows that are coming out on TV right now that are all 80s based. Um, and a lot of movies are, oh, we did this. We can do it again. You know, 30, 40 years later. I mean, just look at Star Wars. Yeah. And everything was, everything that is coming out right now was current when I was a child and when you were a child. So they're trying to make the best of it, but make it more relatable. I'm going to take the, on April vacation, I'm going to take the kids to New York to see, because my kids love Ghostbusters. We were Ghostbusters one year. I made them, I built them a Ecto-1. I'll put up pictures on the social. That weighed like 500 pounds. Don't let them fool you. (laughs) It was basically like a giant stroller. Like it had a giant plastic handle for me. It was fucking awesome. It It had lights and a speaker to play the Ghostbusters theme. Um, I'm going to take them as a surprise to New York to see the the firehouse and go to the library. It's an active firehouse. Yeah, but and they still have a Ghostbuster sign hanging out. Did you know their fire trucks have Ecto-1 written on their plates? Oh, do they? Yes! That's fucking genius! <laughs> Apparently they get mad if you ask to go inside. Really? Yeah. Oh, come on. They're firemen. Open it up. Let me see. I want to see the ghost containment unit, damn it. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver, the most manly looking woman in all of TV history. <laughs> My wife absolutely despises Sigourney Weaver. Really? Yep. Why? I don't know, because she looks like a man with <laughs> with curly <laughs> hair. <laughs> so, she, I don't know what it is about Sigourney Weaver. I think she's gotten better she looking looks like with a man. Age. I think she has a long face. Well, she's very tall. Yeah, she is very... Well, a lot of people around her are very short. Yeah, well, like this guy. Yeah, <laughs> this Rick guy's like Rams. five foot two. <laughs> this character was originally supposed to be John Candy. Really? But they wouldn't pay him enough money, so he they they got Rick Moranis instead. They got <laughs> they got a different Canadian. So God, there's a lot of Canadian actors, aren't there? Yeah. Uh, to me, I don't think John Candy could have pulled this role off. 
I think it, I could see exactly what he would be doing. He would be doing pretty much the exact same character with his squished. He, he would be his ca- his security guard character from Vacation. Yeah. With the thick glasses and the smushed up lips and stuff. And I know this isn't the popular vote, but I'm not a John Candy fan, and know. everybody knows it. Ben's wrong. <laughs> ben is wrong. John Candy's the best. Josh uh, told me that we have to do Uncle Buck soon, and I yes, looked at him do. and went, Bleh! Yes, we do. For Christmas. <laughs> Ben's going to deal with it. Because <laughs> it's a great movie. My wife loves Uncle Buck. She loves John Candy, and so... Get her in on the episode. Maybe. It might happen. I just, I like Rick Moranis. I think he's phenomenal. See, I've never been a huge Rick Moranis fan. I like him in these two movies. Fine, but there's a lot of other stuff where I'm just like... I understand his character, the point of his characters are usually to be annoying. But I don't like annoying characters in movies. Because I don't want to be annoyed while I'm watching a movie. I want to be entertained. You've said that to me before. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be annoyed. I think I've told this story on a very early episode, but I'll tell it again because Ghostbusters related. When I was, the first memory I have of Ghostbusters really was, I think I had seen parts of Ghostbusters 2. Maybe? I'm trying to think. No. We were at the video store. I was like three, maybe. And um, they, you know, video stores, like bigger video stores would have like the TVs on the wall playing movies. Yes. And uh, You mean like the only blockbuster we had in town? <laughs> yeah. Well, this I didn't live here at the time. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, Where'd you live? Uh, I think I lived in Derry. Yeah, off topic. But... Yeah. <laughs> to all you listeners out there. <laughs> know the New Hampshire's geography. Derry. Um, but I was sitting there like mesmerized watching... Ghostbusters on the TV. I'm three years old, and my dad walks up and he's like, "Come on, buddy, we gotta go." And I'm like, "But I want to watch this." And and he's he goes, "My dad goes, well, you haven't seen Ghostbusters?" Yeah, I'm three, dickhead. Like I'm some like 25 year old buddy of his. Like, oh, you haven't seen this? Like, you're with me. 24. When would I have watched Ghostbusters? <laughs> you run my video choices. <laughs> like, and I think oh, Jesus. it may have been Ghostbusters 2 that was on the screen. And I'm like, this came out last year. <laughs> Did you take me to the movie theater? Like, I'm three years old. <laughs> Annie Pot. She's in Young Sheldon. Oh, is she? She plays Meemaw. She plays Sheldon's grandmother. She's in the new... She's in Afterlife as well. Yep. She is absolutely amazing in Young Sheldon. What happened to her? Because she like, was big in the 80s and then just kind of disappeared. Yep. She's, she looks fantastic. Yeah, she still kind of pretty much looks the same. Yep. She, she doesn't... She hasn't aged much except she's got gray hair now. I like her much better in this one than the second one. She's like a cartoon character in the second one. Oh, Harold Ramos was down there... Uh... Yeah. I also don't like how they switch it. Because in this one, she's in love with Egon, and in the second one, they have her hook up with, uh, what's his name? Canadian. Canadian? Yeah. Sigourney Weaver's neighbor. Oh, really? Rick 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 Moranis? Yeah. But in the cartoons, she's always in love with Egon. So it's like, why didn't they just keep it it that way? Maybe they're trying something new, and they switch back. Look at that Diet Coke can. 
Holy moly, that's a product placement right there. There's a lot of product placement in this movie. And you would think that the marshmallows they would have used would have been product placement, but that was created for the movie. Yeah, I always assumed that Stay Puff was an actual brand as a child. And then I was shocked to find out that it wasn't. I just assumed it was something we didn't have up here. Yeah, no. Or no. it was like some something from the 70s and 80s that just disappeared. <laughs> Because there was a lot of that, like, Ghostbusters hung on forever. Like, there was Ecto Cooler on the shelf till I was, like, a teenager. Oh, yes. And they brought it, was, it back, Then like, it was two or three still years on ago. the shelf. They just changed the name, and then they eventually got, actually got rid of it. They brought it back a couple of years ago. Yeah, for uh, Lady Ghostbusters. For Lady Ghostbusters, yep, when that came out. And now they're bringing it back now for this one, too. I'm going to have to get not some. In the, it's not in, like, the cartons. The high seat cooler. Yeah, it's in like little cartons. like the mini Gatorade bottles. Oh, that's not good. And I'm like, I don't want that. I want the fucking the juice box. Yeah, I want to pop a straw. I want to pop a straw in the juice box. <laughs> so at this point, she's going to see them. Have have they put their ads out? Did I did I miss their ads yeah, while I was choking their, to death? She saw their commercial on TV. <clears throat> We're ready to believe you. <laughs> Because I saw one ghost. Yep. Now he's eating cheese. It's they're drinking Budweiser. There's Diet Coke cans. Oh yeah! Holy it's shit! All prominent. Lots and lots and lots. What a fucking horrible pervert Peter Vinkman is, though. He is awful. He's like, hey, I know you just signed like three mortgages to run our business here, but I'm gonna try to fuck our first client <laughs> because she's. Mildly attractive. <laughs> She's got tall, lanky legs, and that's you're, what he likes. You're in the biggest city in the world. <laughs> also, she plays like cello. How the fuck is she living on like the 26th floor of this? Of a building that doesn't exist? Yeah. <laughs> this ritzy apartment building. Look at him. God, 80s decor was awful. Yep, there's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of that. Sort of like the '90s is like kind of coming back, like style-wise. And I Ugh. fucking hate it. Yeah, a lot of people do. As a <laughs> as a kid that mostly grew up in the '90s, I fucking hated the '90s. <laughs> it went on forever. It was the longest running decade <laughs> of my life. It was the worst music, the worst TV shows, the worst. Coloration of things. The nineties was when Grundrock hit, and Grundrock is awful. Like go back and watch Baywatch. It's awful. <laughs> it's basically Power Rangers without any of the cool shit in it. <laughs> because that's the level of acting we're dealing with. That's horrible. Well, when you have like bikini models and <laughs> and true. David a, Hasselhoff. At the time it did a lot for a for a young Josh. It sure did. <laughs> I remember me and my friends were watching the intro to Baywatch once, and it like starts, and it always pans up from the bottom. So it would like pan up, and we'd be like, "Oh, oh, it's Pam Anderson. Oh, it's fucking this one, this one." And then it starts to starts to go up, and our friend Chris is like, "Oh yeah," and it pans up, and it's David Hessel, <laughs> and we're like, "Ah, look at all that junk." <laughs> Um, I like the remake. The remake that The Rock did was pretty the good. 
the final the like movie that took like ten years to make and there's no nudity whatsoever in a Baywatch movie. The only nudity you see is a fat dude's dick. <laughs> God, those are ugly cabinets too. Jesus, New York had some nasty style. Coca Cola, two different types of Coca Cola too. Ooh, Perrier. I think they have a Coke and a new Coke in there. What is the like fancy water? Is it carbonated? It's carbonated water. It's just garbage. Is that a bottle of wine or a forty? What's going I was on thinking in the same thing. <laughs> Dana Barrett gets down that malt liquor. Woohoo! This is why she's been seeing shit. Yeah, she goes out, sits on the stoop, cracks it open. Oh man, she's got wishbone uh, salad dressing in there. Man, product placement was great in this movie. <laughs> Mrs. Buttersworth. Oh no. What is that? That's a Budweiser uh, stymie bottle. <laughs> or a Bud Light. She's partying. <laughs> Girl got nothing but alcohol on her top shelf. Mixed with Perrier. <laughs> Perrier. Oh, whatever it is. Remember those TVs where you had to stand up and click, 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 click with the <laughs> turn the knob? Yes, I do. A.K.A. I was the controller. <laughs> I was just going to say the same thing. That's what my parents used me for. Hey, get up and turn that to channel four. Yeah, now you can use your fucking cell phone. <laughs> Crazy. Move, move that rabbit ear to the left just slightly while you're up there, damn it. <laughs> Can't it's see hard. the football game. It's like hard explaining to children how different things were. Yeah, the technology from when I was a kid to now has, is just staggering. Yeah, it's insane. So, I'm an old guy. Like, my kids don't <laughs> understand that I didn't have a cell phone when I was a kid. Like, they don't understand, like... Cause we or a tablet. Like, we don't have a home phone. So they only, the only thing they understand to be a phone is barely even a phone. Right, it's, it's a little box a in your hand. more of a device I just stare at all day. It's the, the, the power I hold in my hand to make a phone call has more power than the first space mission. <laughs> yeah. yeah if, you, if you had a cell phone, like, if you had our cell phone now in the 90s, you're, like, the smartest person in the world. Yeah, absolutely. You literally, like... Do you people understand this? We literally have the world's gathered information at our fingertips. <laughs> it's it's mind-blowing how far we've come mm. just since, like, 1980. Chinese food. Every oh, time I see God. Chinese food in a movie, I want it. I love Chinese food. It's probably my favorite food. I got some leftovers in the fridge. Oh, yeah. Heat it up. Let's do this. It's a week old. You don't want it. <laughs> it never goes bad. <laughs> Ghostbusters, what do you want? That's the best line ever. <laughs> but, like, she looks like a normal person in this. In the second one, she has, like, a bright red bob haircut. Yeah, she looks like Cindy Lauper in the next glasses. one. That's what it was. In the in the next one, they compared her to Cindy Lauper yeah, from she, this one, so they changed her look. But she's like Cindy Lauper in... What movie is she in? Is it Pretty in Pink? Pretty in Pink, no. Or Sixteen Candles? Cindy Lauper wasn't in either one. No. Annie Potts. Oh, Annie Potts was in... <laughs> she was in both of those? She's in one of those. She oh. works at like the record store. And she just looks like Cindy Lauper. Oh, well, maybe that's why they did it to her in the second one. Look at those cabinets. Those cabinets are awesome. Annie Potts. She was. She played a lawyer on and off in uh, Law & Order. Did she? Yeah, like a defense de- attorney. Whoop, whoop. First look at the car. So great. What type of car is that? That's a Cadillac. But it's like a hearse? Yeah, it was a Cadillac hearse. It's perfect. It could have been a Wambi Lance. I mean, they had Cadillac ambulances that look like that, too. But this one, when they pulled it up, 
Uh, it had curtains in the back, and it was black. So yeah. I, I'm going to say it was the hearse. When uh, yesterday, on the way to taking my kids to school, there's somebody around here that made their own Ecto one, but it's not like like they just took their car and made it look like an Ecto one. Is it they the little white eggy shaped one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That drove by us the other day. It was pretty cool, but it has lights and everything, and like the siren and all that. It was in the Christmas parade last year. Yeah, yeah. And it has like a ghost trap and a and a proton back in the back window and shit. It's really no cool. shit. I want to go just to that building just to see the architecture. Look at that. Yeah, the hotel. New York has some of the best buildings. And that little man right there, he's been in a ton of stuff too in the 80s. He's always a bit character. No no name, just a couple of lines. But he shows up everywhere. This is like my favorite line in the movie. Well, got to be some cockroach. Bite your head off, man. <laughs> We're exterminators. <laughs> <laughs> no smoking. That guy was about to get into an elevator with a yeah, cigar. What a crack of shit, too. It's 1984. You could smoke everywhere. There Gross. were aluminum foil ashtrays in McDonald's. <laughs> I remember those. We used to use them as Frisbees. <laughs> Throw them at each other during our birthday parties. When I was a little kid, I was going to be... I had gotten an Egon Halloween costume. Did he fart? What what's going on? No, they turned on his they turned oh, on his oh, proton his, back and they've never tested his these nuclear before. power source is on his back. Yeah, like where did you get nuclear material? <laughs> you can't just make something and then it becomes nuclear. No. No. Maybe uh the Eternals came down and yeah. built their <laughs> Yeah. Their backpacks. Oh man. Still haven't put that episode out yet. <laughs> At It'll the time happen. of this recording, which is the day before this comes out. <laughs> You might get the Eternals a little late. I don't know. It wasn't that. It was. A, it was fine. <laughs> but they just burned up all that toilet paper. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'd gotten an Egon Halloween costume somewhere. But it was it was Egon from the real Ghostbusters. So it was blue. So it was a, yeah. It was blue and the like it was the plastic mask with the yellow hair. Yeah. But it didn't have a proton pack. So we went. Me and when I was a kid, me and my mom, and my grandma used to go yard sailing. Because there'd always be these like big yard sale days where like everyone around town would have yard sale. Yeah, and I was on the hunt for a proton pack, and I found the like ooze tank from the second one. Nice. And I was like, I want a real proton pack, but what's the chances I'm gonna find that? So my mom let me get that, and then like four. Yard sales later, I found the actual toy proton bag, uh, and my mom was like, nope, you already got one. Sounds like your mom. And I was like, <laughs> no, I need this one. I'm like, what? No. I'm like, maybe they'll trade. I was like, five. <laughs> Whore! Yeah. I was Give not, me my shit! I was not happy. Aw. <laughs> uh, there goes Slimer. What? That is always something that has confused me. What is... Slimer supposed to be like what are some of these ghosts because most of them are people that are ghosts but then other other ones are just like amorphous beings yeah maybe they're just what it what the fuck is Slimer a ghost of globular energy he's he's all the boogers that we've ever thrown out like is he a demon 
like, what? It doesn't make any sense. It's right here, Ray. Gotta look at me. Though. Oh, Slimer's the best. I like that he's like kind of the mascot in the cartoons and stuff. Yeah, he lives with them. Yeah, he is an extreme <laughs> Ghostbusters <laughs> too. In the later seasons of the real Ghostbusters, they changed the name to Slimer and the real Ghostbusters. Oh, really? Yeah. Because everybody liked his character best, or yeah, he was just like their mascot. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> this guy's always a scientist. That's awesome. One time, I would like to have like an actual, like setup, like an, a real jumpsuit and everything, and a real proton bag. Let's do it. That'd be cool. There's a group called the New Hampshire Ghostbusters. Absolutely, we could join them. No, no, we can't because I they they do like charity events and they have like a whole workshop where they make like custom made proton packs and stuff. And I messaged them because my son loves Ghostbusters, and I messaged them asking if I could come down and uh, do like a tour or whatever. And they they are so not a big deal that they immediately read my message. And then just never reply. <laughs> what douchebags! Yeah. I met them at a comic con in Concord. Yeah, I was with you. The one that was the one in Manchester. No, right? uh, well, I met them at the they one in the... Concord that I brought Mason to that one year. Oh yeah. So they're just douchey. Yeah. Huh. Me and Ben went to a con once too, where we saw the giant uh, Vigo the Carpathian painting. It was massive. Yeah, it was amazing. Enormous. I still have pictures. <laughs> I have so many pictures. Uh, whoever recreated it for that con or whoever is is just a genius. It was so perfect. Um, my problem is, where do you put a picture that big? Yeah, yeah. I found a picture the other day, and I know this is off topic. I found a picture the other day at uh, Home Goods that I wanted, but it would it would literally fitting my living room floor to ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's one of those ones that belongs in a mansion over a mantle somewhere with a yeah. deer head underneath it, because it was a giant uh, like elk painting, and I'm like, God, I would love to own that, but I'd have to put that on the outside of my house in order for it to fit. <laughs> I got a tiny little house. Uh oh. Just like these, I always wonder how they made the the proton streams actually like appear. I mean, not actually appear, but like on film. <laughs> they just destroying this whole room while this guy's like, "Nope, I assure you, everything is fine." The party is on schedule. Okay, good. Sorry, I got a odd text from my sister. <laughs> when it when it comes up, it says, "Mom and I are at the," and that's it. Yeah, and it's like, oh, shit, my mom's old. That could be hospital. That could be <laughs> funeral home. That could be anything. That could be grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to. Sorry, I got quiet there. Was it the Piggly Wiggly? When my when my sisters who are out of state text me or call me, it's usually an emergency. <laughs> but this one is not so much. They gotta stop doing that shit to me. Yesterday I got a phone call from my sister who never talks to me. Oh, so yeah. I called her back. I'm like, what's the emergency? She goes, nothing. I just yeah. wanted to say hi. And I'm like, stop it. The elusive other sister. 
Who I've met. She's nice. You've met Justine? Hmm? <laughs> At your sister's birthday party. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> your other sister. <laughs> it's in there. All their gadgets are just so cool. It isn't like the Propecon pack's cool and then the rest of the stuff is kind of shitty. It's like the no, ghost everything they made cool. was awesome. The PKE meters are cool. It, the the best part about it is if you look at the stuff, it, it looks like it could really do the job. Yeah. It looks like it could really work. You know, it's all functional. The traps are beautiful. Yeah. I made my son a, a ghost trap once out of cardboard. I also made him a PKE meter. And he fucking loved them. <laughs> <laughs> I went to uh I went to Spirit Halloween this year. And this shit is way overpriced. Yeah. I was like, oh god. I mean, one of those proton packs at Spirit Halloween just blew my mind of how much they wanted for it. Yeah, and this is like the day before Halloween. I'm like, dude, discount that shit, I'll buy it. Yeah, it's like a hundred bucks. I bought one for my son for his birthday a few years ago. We have the traps at Walmart. Yeah, you have PK meters now too. Yep. It's getting a little bit more affordable for me because I get my discount on it. <laughs> See, but, they got they they trap one ghost, and all of a sudden they're like fucking celebrities. Woohoo! It's because they did it publicly. You I know? guess, yeah. It's like look at this guy in the background. Yeah, I don't think he belonged in the movie. No, I don't think he was supposed to be there. No. Nope. It's just a random dude walking down the street. <laughs> Ron Jeremy is in here somewhere as well. Oh, God. Near the end of the movie when, like, the building's collapsing and stuff. He's in, like, one of the group shots. No shit. Yeah. I wonder if the homeless guy in New York is in this. <laughs> I'm not sure he was or He was homeless at this point. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> that guy that's, like, in every movie? Yeah. I know everything there is to know about movies shot in New York. I've seen the whole video with this guy. It was awesome. Have you ever seen a, a replica of the actual Ecto one in person? Uh, I saw it once. Maybe in at a, a Comic Con Garden parking lot. <laughs> maybe at a Comic Con. I think we saw one. We saw the DeLorean at the one we went to. Yeah, I was hoping that the the Ecto one would be there, but it wasn't. And it was by a company who had a replica Ecto one. They just didn't bring that one. No, I think the one I went to in Marlboro, Mass, had one. You couldn't get near it. Like, I got to go in the Batmobile, the 50s Batmobile. Yeah. Um, but I didn't get to go in the Ecto-1. I got to stand near the uh, the DeLorean. I want to sit in the Michael Keaton Batmobile. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't? Let's call up Drew Carey. I'm sure he still has his. Yeah, let's take that fucker for a spin. <laughs> I can't wait for that reveal in uh, the Flash movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty big deal. Hopefully they don't fuck that up. <laughs> I didn't realize, I watched the new trailer to that, and I didn't realize that when he was going to talk to Keaton that there was multiple versions of himself with him. Well, there's one multiple version. The other one is Supergirl. I th oh, I thought that girl was a, a girl Flash. I thought it was a no, female Flash. No, that's Supergirl. And then, yeah, there's an exact other oh. copy of him. Here comes Bill Murray getting his ghost blow. Oh, not Bill Murray. I thought it was Bill Murray. Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd yeah. getting his it's ghost blowy. Weird, like, this scene must have been extended, too. Because, it's, <laughs> A, it's a dream. <laughs> but, B, he's also dressed like Napoleon. <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. I'd love to get that, get hold of that sign. Yeah. 
Because you know that was a real a real sign on that building. That would be amazing to find. Everyone talks shit on Winston. I fucking love Winston. Who doesn't love the actor that plays Winston, though? I mean, he's yeah, just a Ernie genius. A shit. I don't like... I don't like the way he looks in the second one because he shaved his mustache. I need him with the mustache. Everybody needs him with the mustache. It makes him more manly. This was originally supposed to be Eddie Murphy. Really? Yeah. I remember they, they wanted to do an all-Saturday Night Live cast, but... <laughs> this is Winston. I mean, you couldn't give him a less black name. <laughs> Winston Zeddemore. Listen... He's black and Jewish at the same time. Apparently. Because Winston's a, a, a nice black name. Yeah, Zedemore? Zedemore is not. <laughs> Zedemore is a Jewish name. And here we have the fake love child of Bradley Cooper and Christian Bale. <laughs> That's exactly who he looks like. Yep. Oh, my God. That's awful. Oh, and now that she uh, knows he's a celebrity, she's going to be like, hey, Dr. Vankman. Yeah. Now I find your weirdness a little bit charming. But he's not he's not an attractive man. And no. they they every movie he was in they tried to make him a ladies man. And it's like why? Yeah. Oh wait, because he wrote it. <laughs> like what's what is with his face too? Like what is that? Is that acne scarring? I'm sure it is. When I was a kid, my mom would just call it pock marks. Yeah. But I don't know what that pock means. marks are acne scars or, yeah. or like chicken pox. Chicken pox scars, yep. Like what's with seal's face? That's acne. That's is definitely. that acne? Yeah. I mean, it looks like he was mauled by a goddamn cheetah. No, that's just, that's unfortunate acne from when he was a child. Kids just don't really seem to get that anymore. I uh, I didn't go through this phase. No, I never really had, I mean, I would get, you you know, everybody, you get a pimple once in a while. I have one But now. I never had fucking, like, full cheeks. No, and I had friends that did. Huh? Um, I have friends that have scars that run down the center of their chest, down the middle of their back, because their acne was so bad. Yeah. Um, like, what is... Kids just don't get that anymore. Like, I is just, hygiene just better now? <laughs> I don't know if it's just the genetic makeup is changing, but, yeah, back in the 80s, freaking acne was awful. But, again, because I have such olive-toned skin and such beautiful, yeah. flawless looks, like, <laughs> I didn't get the... I didn't go through that phase. Instead, I got eczema. Yeah. Which attacked my thighs, which is the worst thing in the world because I would bleed through my pants. My legs Jesus. would itch so bad I would just bleed through my pants. My mom had a friend when I was a little kid. My mom worked at McDonald's, and her friend at McDonald's had such bad acne that like it would make me sick to see her. <laughs> like her face was so gross. There's there's people out there that just have it, and it's it's you unfortunate. You just don't. You rarely see it nowadays, though. Well, proactive has done its job then. Yeah. But there's there's some people out there. It doesn't matter what what chemical peel you use. Doesn't matter what you know. It just doesn't help them. Look, he's doing the whole spinny thing like the guy on the on the roller skates. Is that an ATM behind them? That looks. It does look like an ATM. <laughs> looks like Egon's back there. Withdrawing Egon's cash. withdrawing his money. <laughs> See, even this machine looks like it would work. Yeah. It's just so great. The whoever designed their sets and designed their equipment did a phenomenal job. And it all functions like when he flips the switch and the lights change. It looks great. Ugh, gross. <laughs> he looks like a dope. 
And wait a minute. Why hasn't he cleaned his uniform? It's been like yeah. two days. It's like I've been working for two weeks without a break. You said you'd hire more help. You're a secretary. What do you think they need? A second secretary? <laughs> <laughs> like, I've quit better jobs than this. You're getting paid. There you go. There's a famous line. Ghostbusters, what do you want? And this weasel. He's been a weasel in everything he's ever been in. Yeah. He's in Die Hard and plays pretty much the exact same character. Yep. <laughs> That's just who he was. He was typecast as a weasel. And then no. he just, like, disappeared. Well, he needed to. <laughs> but he does the voice of this character in the in the video game. Oh, really? Oh, look. Wise Potato Chips. Look at that. Another product placement. Jesus, I wish I was taking shots. I'd be <laughs> drunk by now. <laughs> How many ghosts have you caught? I don't doubt Peter Vinkman's attitude here, though. I don't think I could take someone from the EPA showing up seriously. No. Like, get the fuck out of here, hippie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pick you up by your underpants. I'm going to throw you out that door. They're also, they're not that big to be getting. <laughs> Just some EPA agent showing up and being like, what do you do here? Whatever we want. Shut up and leave. Like, there would have to be some evidence. That they are harming the environment for the e like, what what the fuck does the environmental protection agency have to do with ghosts? <laughs> like, at least make them CIA or someone that right, right. should be intimidated by. All right, there you go. Noxious and hazardous waste chemicals in the basement. How would he know that though? Uh, how are you gonna? How are you gonna store? How are you gonna keep them contained? <laughs> and how big is their storage facility? <laughs> also, they just get so unlucky that Vinkman's the one that happens to be dealing with. Them. <laughs> like, if it had been any of these two, like, if it had been Egon or fucking Ray, they would have handled that <laughs> in a proper way. I want a Twinkie now, damn it. <laughs> I want a 35-foot-long Twinkie weighing 600 pounds. <laughs> you ever, you ever, you ever seen big, the... That's a big Twinkie. The commercial with the Twinkie and the bear. It's like, where's the green villain? <laughs> yeah, yeah where the, where's the green villain? It used to be a huge commercial campaign. And then Twinkies went away. And then they came back because somebody bought the company. Yeah, that's so weird. I forgot about that. <laughs> that was just a couple of years ago. Yeah, well, not anymore. It's been a long time now. Um... So the original company went out of business, or child filed Chapter 11. They took all yeah. Twinkie products and all the brands out of the store. Yeah, Hostess. Oh, and no then well. Hostess came back under new management. The best part is they brought to this side of the Mississippi, our side of the Mississippi, which is the East Coast, they brought the Chocodile, which is a chocolate-covered Twinkie yeah. from Hostess. Now, you could buy chocolate-covered yellow cake with cream filling from other companies like Drake's and all this other shit that just wasn't a chocodile. But Drake's for, is fucking gross. For years, for years <laughs> people were on TV like I want a chocodile, I want a chocodile. I'm like what the hell is a chocodile? I want one. And you couldn't get one. They were not sold east of the Mississippi until this re restructure. And then we got them at Walmart and oh my god, I bought a box a day. <laughs> the only problem with them is they were shorter. Yeah, they weren't the size of a Twinkie and they were it was like why would you do that? Because they were supposed to be the same size as a Twinkie, just covered in chocolate. Yeah. 
And when they brought them back, they brought them back as a little square cake. Yeah, they're basically like a misshapen Swiss roll. More yeah, than a I was mad. But now the new Chocodiles, again, after they made their resurgence, are the size of Twinkies. They made them full size. I don't know how Hostess could ever have to file for Chapter 11 with how fat this fucking country is. I, I agree with that. I was like, this it threw me for a loop. I'm like, how does yeah. a... How does a sugar-based company go out of business? <laughs> yeah. Because this world runs on sugar. The U.S. is absolutely, and I am one of them. <laughs> I will agree to this. I am egregiously fat. I am one of the people that keeps this nation fed. Uh, and, and I eat the fast foods, and I eat the sugar, and I, and I don't understand it. I just don't. Yeah. Weird times. I mean, I know we went through a health kick back in the first part of the new millennium, but... yeah. Well, I think that that was it. Was all mostly the downfall of the fucking economy. It had nothing to do with people actually buying things. Jesus, keep your clothes on. She's gonna get dressed. She got a date with a Ghostbuster. Uh oh. She's telling her mom right now. I won't. I have a date. Ugh. So she she plays for the symphony, right? Yeah. And she's going to date some douche. <laughs> she's like, I have a date with no one you know. You live in New York City. I I would assume not. What do you think? Your mom knows 4.5 million people? The likelihood that you're going to go on a date with someone she doesn't know is extremely high. Oh, that would freak me out. Yeah. I mean, not just the glowing, but the the do- oh shit! Whoever was controlling these hands is quite pervy. <laughs> you he's think? straight on grabbing some titty here. Whoop whoop! Right here. That's awesome. Look, damn near pulling her titty out of her shirt. <laughs> Dirty bastards! Yeah. Well, that was terrifying. <laughs> now she got turned into a demon dog. And this is the only time she's hot in this movie. Was when she comes out of this whole <laughs> when she's possessed by a demon. <laughs> when she's possessed by demons. Oh God! Yeah, the gatekeeper and the keymaster does seem like a very sexual thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's having a nerd party. Look at his shirt. This is where they got the uh, outfit designed for. Uh, Oh God! From Big Bang Theory for uh, Wallowitz, he yeah. was he was d- d- exactly like this. Oh, Genie from My Dream of Genie. She does look like Genie. <laughs> also, if he's got the if he was able to get this hot chick to agree to come to his party, why is he still going after Dana? <laughs> right, she is so much better looking. Look at these dorks. Oh, my God, everybody's got glasses. It's a good thing I yeah. work with glasses all day, every day. Yay. It's because he's a lawyer, and these are all his clients. Because <laughs> he doesn't have any actual friends. Is he a bust of Kennedy on his desk? That's awesome. Right there. <laughs> I wonder if the head flips back and there's a button underneath. Oh, I would hope so. That'd be awesome. Holy uh, shit. Really bad CG. Oh, not even CG at this time. Stop motion photography. Yeah, that was because it was practical, but that's not. 
Why that is, is. Why is the dog after him, though? Like, there's so many people in that party. If you just need to possess somebody, go possess one of those people. Maybe because he lives in the building. And they know it. Oh, gosh. Uh, Stanley? <laughs> what? <laughs> I know it's not Stanley, but that was awesome. Yeah, sometimes when they do that type of, uh, like, superimposed, the sizing isn't right, but that's a cool statue. Why does he run like a wolf man? He does run like a wolf man. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, run normal. Rick Moranis, he disappeared from acting in the late 90s because his wife died. So he like quit acting to take care of his children. And then last year he came back for that commercial with Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> and, and like a week later, some random person beat him up on the street. Oh, that's awful. I, sh- I heard about oh, that. Yeah, yeah it's so weird. Like why he just walked up and punched him in the face. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, you're Rick Moranis. Thanks for ruining my childhood. Crack! <laughs> Rich people. Yeah, New York. I mean, it's New York. I mean, you see it every day. I've always wanted to ride one of those taxis. The big old bubbly ones from <laughs> way back in the day. Look at this punk rocker. I was in the apartment upstairs. Yeah, well, these people just hung out waiting for the police. Of course. I'd have freaked out. Uh-oh. And how's he allowed to go upstairs? I mean, this is a crime scene at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's a monster attack. Down the hall from your girlfriend's house. Yeah, we're just going to let you go upstairs. <laughs> so she lives on the 22nd floor. See, now she looks like a 80s video queen. Yeah. Rocking like a hurricane. <laughs> She's... Oh, gosh. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'd, I... get, I'd get down with her. Right there? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just because my wife doesn't like her doesn't mean I don't. (laughs) But, again, now she just looks like a man in drag. I don't know. She does look like every video uh, mistress that was on MTV back in the 80s. She's dancing on the top of a Trans Am. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow. What are we doing today, Zulu? (laughs) She wasn't the worst. There's uglier women in this world. Yeah. I like Sigourney Weaver. I like her acting. I think she's a phenomenal actress. A little miscast in The Defenders. (laughs) That's the main bad guy. (laughs) Do you want this, buddy? Is that a trick question? Of course he does. He's a horn dog. Yeah. (laughs) I guess the roses worked, huh? Did she call him a sub-creature? Yeah. (laughs) He seems like the type of creep that would just start plowing her. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He says he wouldn't, but I think he would. Is that alarm clock not even plugged in? I mean, there's an alarm (laughs) clock there. There's no no numbers. What use is an alarm clock with no... Oh, there's probably no power. So I want you inside. He says, it sounds like you have at least two people in there already. (laughs) (laughs) Put your hands on your chest. 
No, See, Dana. Only Zool. <laughs> oh, Zooli, you, you nut. <laughs> That's only a line that he could pull off. Yeah. Last summer, when this was supposed to come, when the new one was supposed to come out, they released, re-released Ghostbusters into the drive-ins, uh, with like a like special bumper in the beginning with the cast of Ghostbusters and talking about like the the experience and and the fact that because the new one's being directed by Ivan Ivan Reitman directed this the the new one's being directed by his son Jason Reitman yeah who did like Juno and stuff like that um so it was talking about how like his dad was on set with him like help helping him and like answering any questions he had and just experiencing with them. And he talked about how, like, Ghostbusters was the first set he was on as a child and stuff and just remembering the experience and shit. And it was it was a pretty cool thing. It was a nice little substitute for... He's just staring at her booty. Yeah. <laughs> I've always waited... Uh, this scene, I've always expected him to, like, grab a hula hoop. <laughs> like at a magic show when they make someone float. You like, put the hula hoop through play it. Play David Copperfield real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Please come down. Oh, shit. Yeah, I guess you should have dicked her down. <laughs> should have got it while you could. Look at his hair. <laughs> That's awesome. He's still running like a wolf, man. He is. I, he, just, he runs like he's got a monster up his butt. <laughs> I am Vince. Vince Diesel? What? <laughs> Are you the gatekeeper? Oh, God. Got those teen wolf eyes. <laughs> woo How many times was that used in the 80s? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> what an asshole. Oh, Lordy. Holy shit. Picking up a drop in a wolf. No. I'm gonna have to. I'm kind of digging Annie Potts in this. I'd take her out for a steak dinner. Maybe a little wine in a diner. Maybe a little gatekeeper keymaster action. If you know what I'm know what I'm talking about. You picking up what I'm putting down? I am. Hell yeah. <laughs> She's also a lot older than. Like the rest of these people, not not of not older than the rest of these people. She's just older than you would assume because usually when there's a the, the woman is younger, but she was thirty two in this movie, so she's got to be pretty old now. She's almost seventy. Yeah, but she looks great. The guy that plays Walter Peck, the the uh, the EPA eco guy, guy, yeah, the he EPA looks guy. so different now. He kind of looks like. He looks like an old version of young Johnny Cash. <laughs> yeah, he looks exactly what he looks like. <laughs> he does. I'm Walter Pick. <laughs> oh my god! What am I looking up here? Now, Ben, you're one of the rare people that liked Lady Ghostbusters. I did. I enjoyed it. I, I, you know what it is. And <laughs> don't think bad of me. I thought it was a refreshing take on it. Um, I like 
that they totally gender swapped the roles and and had a Thor as a secretary, and he was a genius because he is a funny, funny man. Um, even though he played a he just played a stupid person. Um, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was like franchise worthy, where it should be like let's make a sequel, let's do all this other stuff with it. But I thought it was a good take on it. I didn't hate it. I own it. Um, I didn't. I like everybody involved in it. I like all all three lady, all four ladies. I like the director. I just feel like it just wasn't done right. <laughs> like, but I mean, it is what it is. And in the end of the day, if some people enjoy it, fucking go for it. It was it was a good story. It was a good story. Again. It, it's hard for me when they do this whole let's do a complete remake and then let's do a sequel of the originals. Yeah. I was like, why? If you're going to do a sequel to the originals, why did you even allow a remake to be made? Uh, I guess because it didn't it didn't really go to plan. The movie was supposed to be a lot different. And the director just kind of did whatever he wanted. So yeah. the studio was a little pissed about that movie. And then what, especially when it came out and it bombed. Well, people were expecting this. Yeah. And they didn't get this. Yeah. I didn't hate Which, it. I think that's the only thing that... I think that's why they're doing this one. Is because no matter if this one's the new one sucks or not, people are going to say, oh, it's, it was better than that other one. It was better than the reboot. Which I really wanted that one to be good because I liked all of the other movies that that director... Don, I'm blanking on his name right now. But he did, like, The Heat. He yeah. did, like, all those popular Melissa McCarthy movies. At the but time. see, Brides I'm not the biggest the fan Heat. of Melissa McCarthy either. Uh, really? I like I didn't, I don't, I don't dislike her, but I think all her characters are exactly the same. And yeah, It is always just kind of waiting for her to start swearing a lot. Right, <laughs> or to be that bossy bitch, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so... That's what you get in the Ghostbusters movie is she's the bitchy boss. But other than that, you know, everybody else was all right in the movie. I don't know much about the uh, the tall black lady. I don't know much about her. I know she's on Saturday Night Live sometimes. Yeah, she's funny. Les- Leslie Jones. I think Leslie Jones, um, to me, overacts a bit. Yeah, yeah. Like that's I feel like that's kind of the problem with her and the other who was like the Egon-y type of girl. Yeah, but see. She overacts as but well. I absolutely love that woman. I can't remember. I'm blanking on her name. I can't. Jennifer absolutely loves her too. And yeah. um, But especially in that movie, I feel like she over. She was over. Like she the, did. The whole she was, point was to overact when I think it would have been better if she was just an Egon both type of, them, of person. Both of them could have brought that character Tell down about that. six levels. But uh, also Melissa McCarthy and who's the ma- who's the main lady? We're the worst at this. <laughs> this is bad. Well, because we haven't really seen the movie more than once. The main Kristen lady. Wig. Oh, Kristen Wig. Yeah, Kristen Wig is Jennifer's Kristen Wig and Melissa McCarthy play like the exact same character in that movie. There's buttoned up fucking serious all the time. Yeah. And then you have two complete goofballs. Right. So you have two copies of the exact same character, basically. 
We'll do a little bit of, right before shit kicks off here in this movie, we'll do a little bit of best of the bad, because I have to go to work right after this. Um, this one is from 1999. Always shocks me. The title is very boring. From 1999? Yeah. Idiotic bilge. B-I-L-G-E. Another popular I'm film. I'm sure it's a word. <laughs> that to me is simply awful. This was supposed to be funny but was just plain silly. Badly written, but could have been an okay film had it been done slightly more seriously. It's a fucking comedy. (laughs) It's it's Bill Murray, asshole. (laughs) I know it was meant to be a comedy, and that is okay. However, it just didn't play as written. Uh, Really abysmal. One star. Abysmal. Oh, that's awful. What a piece of shit. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Stop. Stop breathing right now. Just stop. (laughs) This movie was supposed to be a lot. If you read, like, the original script for this, it's fucking wacky. They're, like, hopping through dimensional gateways and shit and, like, going to hell and all this other stuff. Let's see that. Yeah. It was real weird. Well, hey, listen. some of that in the video game. In the new new movie, there's a dimensional gateway. Oh. Coming out of that giant well or whatever. This one is from 1998. Oh, we're getting even earlier. Holy shit. It's called Disturbing. This film was disturbing. This is not the way a good ghost should act. This is not the way a good ghost... Well, yeah, they're not good ghosts. Even if there were no ghosts... Well, the best part is the song. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This is from only two years ago. It says, worst movie ever. Oh, my God! Seriously, I'm. I don't. I don't even want to hear this one. Worst movie ever. Stop it. The reason it got seven point eight stars is because nostalgia. That's it. The whole movie didn't have any kind of logic. It's a mindless movie. What's it's supposed to be? Hold on. Were they were they critiquing the new one with the ladies? I always wonder. If that's <laughs> <what>. <laughs> and they just they click on the. Wrong they one. just clicked on the wrong one. <laughs> because that makes more sense to to say that. Because of nostalgia and because it was, you know, it wasn't the best movie ever made. This is it. It's the sign. It's the sign. We're going out of business. We'll end with this one. It says, idiotic then, more idiotic now. Oh, my God. I saw this movie in high school and remember thinking how lame it was. Even as a spoof in my teenage mind, I still felt it was nonsense. It's not a spoof of anything. What what would it have been a spoof of? Yeah, I the, the Ghostbusters cartoon from 1964? Yeah. Idiots. I <laughs> gave it another try recently, and nothing has changed. It's more idiotic than ever. One star for the song. One star for the song? The song is a ten-star masterpiece. Okay, so <laughs> the song is an absolute cultural classic yeah. that people still reference today. Yeah. How did Ray Parker Jr. not capitalize on that in any sort of way? I think he's... Did he have any other songs? No, I think his whole career is based off that one song. Yeah, I mean, I'm (laughs) sure he made a lot of fucking money, but... I'm sure he's still making a lot of money. I never understand that, how people have one enormous song, and they can't even capitalize on it with a semi-moderate, like, (laughs) follow-up. I'm sure he had a couple of hits, but not like this one. Like, I always wonder, like... 
does the rest of their album sound nothing like that one song? <laughs> well, he wrote that song directly for this movie. Yeah. So it would have been on the soundtrack only for this. Like, look at this. That is not a ghost. No! That just a zombie. That's a... <laughs> that was fantastic. Oh, those are the same car. Just one was gray, one was red. Uh, his outfit is Harold... Is, is, uh, Howard... Howard Wallowitz to the finest. Oh, I used to have that vest. I have this Funko Pop. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Slimer eating hot dogs. <laughs> Josh likes it when Slimer eats his hot dogs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing better than a sloppy BJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Mouthful of wieners. <laughs> oh, yeah. She looks cross-eyed as shit right there. <laughs> Look at that. Central Park. The cast of Friends is down the, there someplace. The amount of money her apartment would cost. And she's like a fucking cellist. At, 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 at Listen, <laughs> those people make a fuck ton of money. Yeah, but this apartment would be millions of dollars. I don't know. Back then, back in the 80s, it wouldn't have been so bad. Overlooking Central Park. Why, why is he the only one in jail? <laughs> He's not. He, but why is he in jail? He just works there. <laughs> like, oh, okay, the rest of the guys are there, but they start with the black guy in jail. I think that's a little racist. <laughs> what, how, did they, how did they get <laughs> blueprints? How, how are they allowed to have this stuff they in the jail your, cell? They take your shoelaces. <laughs> I'm going to have to go on like a Dan Aykroyd movie binge now. I've always liked Dan Aykroyd. Who hasn't? The yeah. guy's a genius. Crazy. I just liked him genius. better when he looked like this. And then he be, very shortly after he became very overweight. Yeah, and well. that hairline just started shooting back. Whew. He did lose some hair. And now he's just a he's just a crazy man. Well, he's old. What do you want? When you get old, you get crazy. And he's gonna make an appearance in this movie too. I can't I can't uh I can't wait to see it. It is it is just a shame they never were able to capitalize on this earlier. Like it's a shame we didn't get a Ghostbusters three in the nineties. They should have. I definitely should have should have busted that out. I don't why why was there a plan for it and it got shut down or was there There have been several plans for it. <laughs> and it's mostly Bill Murray. Just being like, no, I don't want to. No, I don't want to. Because I think they also, uh, Harold Ramis and Bill Murray continued to work together for a long time. Yeah. Harold Ramis, I think, directed Groundhog's Day. Um, But then I think they did have like a falling out at some point. Which is a shame. But it was just, well, also, like, they really wanted to do it in the early 2000s. And there, there have been numerous scripts. There's been scripts written by... Uh, Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd for a Ghostbusters three, and then uh, in the early two thousands, that's when Bill Murray really got in his like art house movie kick. Yeah, where he was doing like Rushmore and uh, that weird Lost in translation, and yeah, shit like that. So he was just like, "No, nah, I'm not doing." I don't what was that do one that. with the boat where he was a boat captain or something? Oh yeah, uh, Steve's a zoo or whatever. Yeah, the Life Aquatic. Yeah. Oh yeah. What? <laughs> Hey, Carl Winslow. He what? always plays a police officer. Hey, he's in everything. He, <laughs> he is plays in a everything. police officer That's a cop. in Die Hard. That's right. Die Hard. <gasps> Before you go, I have to show you my new character on Animal Crossing. You showed it to me. Yeah, you sent me a picture. Oh, no, no, no. Not the one I designed last night. You made another one? Yeah. So, I know this is off topic, but Jeez. there's a... 
you go to this section in Animal Crossing and they uh, they give you a new haircut. And so I base my new characters off the new haircut <laughs> every time. That's why you got uh, you get the Uncharted one because that haircut with the, <laughs> the first thing I thought was Tom Holland, Uncharted. <laughs> and then I got that receding hairline one and I was like, oh, <laughs> die hard. <laughs> You're going to die when you see the next one. So they totally boned down here. Hell yeah. That's the luckiest he'll ever get in his entire life. Oh, yeah. And then you get stuck with Annie Potts after this. <laughs> wow, is that a mole on her neck or yeah. acne pimple? Giant pimple. It's like directly in the center. Oh, she had a cyst <laughs> on her <laughs> spine. It's okay. When she's not possessed, it'll be gone. <laughs> Something that happens in movies all the time. The involvement of the mayor. Oh, yeah. I absolutely. couldn't tell you who our mayor is. I've never seen the mayor. To my knowledge, the mayor in towns and cities really doesn't do anything. <laughs> I don't know. These cops look like they're about to call Batman. <laughs> this guy looks like a douchebag mayor. So many people, so many men in the 80s had receding hairlines in all these movies. Yeah. It, it's like, it, I mean, look at receding hairline. Dan Aykroyd, receding hairline. Mayor, receding hairline. It's like weird. Everybody they cast is missing hair. <laughs> and you don't see that a lot now. No. Yeah. Well, it's also, I think, what was in food back then. See that guy sitting? That guy. Yeah, they all. Receding hairline. All these guys are probably 31 years old. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And they all have receding fucking hairlines. It's awful. It's like, are we meant to go bald in our lifetimes? What's going on? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to. Oh, you got great hair. Yeah, yeah, I do. But it ain't going to last. I'm I'm lucky I made it to almost 50 and my hair is just... Last time I went to the barber a couple weeks ago and he's like, holy shit, it's like cutting iron. Yeah, by the time I'm your age, I'll probably have a horseshoe, and it sucks. Yeah, but you look good bald. I don't. That is true. Like I won't. <laughs> John's like, yeah, I won't keep a horseshoe. I'll definitely if once it starts to go, I'll just rock that Stone Cold. I don't understand. Oh, oh my God! I saw Stone Cold the other day with long hair. Yeah, when he was stunning Steve Austin. <laughs> Holy God, awful! <laughs> I saw that. I was like, what is going on with Steve? They're like. Presenting Steve Austin, I'm like, no. He wrestled a lot differently back then, too. Yeah? Yeah. I only remember him bald. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember him with hair. And I s- look at this guy in the background with the glasses on. No hair. It's killing me, like the whole cast. Cats and dogs <laughs> living together. <laughs> a lot of people's problem with this movie nowadays is that all of the funny lines are kind of fed to Bill Murray. Like, and a lot of people don't like Winston because of that, because he doesn't really do much in this film. Like, he doesn't have a lot of lines, and he doesn't really have a lot of funny lines. Well, he's lines. supposed to be the, the the straight man in this movie. He's yeah. the he's the he's the knock you out of your tree and bring you back to reality 
straight man. That's who he's supposed to be. But I think the the real point is that like they're all supposed to be funny. Like Dan Aykroyd and and Harold Ramis are supposed to be funny too. But like, it really is kind of the Bill Murray show. Well, when you when but you he were... was like the biggest star. Yeah, but when you write the movie for yourself, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> You're going to steal all the good lines. Kind of a... Oh, the National Guard. Holy moly. Why are they all just yelling? <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> Is this why they didn't... Uh, stripes, because they had the National Guard and Ghostbusters? I can't remember which one Stripes which was first. before this. I was going to say, I can't remember which one came first, but... Look at those police lights. Holy shit. I remember those. I would love to see a real... I'd love to own a real Ghostbusters car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be phenomenal. I'd like to... Honestly, I would give anything to go spend more than a few hours in New York. I went to New York once. Uh, We were driving to Jersey to go... Isn't that where... Six Flags is Jersey, in New Jersey. Yeah. We were driving to Six Flags, but we went to New York and we actually got on the little ferry and we went over to the Statue of Liberty. I got to walk around and go up into the Statue of Liberty, but that was just a, a like a one day trip. I want to go and see museums and see all this other stuff that they have in New York. I want to see it. I want to see Central Park during the day. I'm not crazy. Yeah, I've never been to New York. I've never been in New York City. I've like driven through New York City on the highway. And shit. Yeah, like, I've, I've driven. Never- so. <laughs> you can't go through like the George Washington Tunnel or whatever, some kind of tunnel in New York, uh, with propane on your mobile camper. Yeah, because it's underwater. Right. So you get you get rerouted through the Bronx. <laughs> we got or through Harlem. We got my. We were going to Disney and we had to drive through New York, and we have a giant motorhome. And because we couldn't go through the tunnel, we had to go through the middle of the Bronx. <laughs> Bumper-to-bumper traffic, double parked on each side with this giant motorhome doing like five miles an hour. My dad's like, lock the back door, lock the back door, lock the back door. <laughs> I'm like, are we going to die? <laughs> I'm always on the lookout for Ron Jeremy because it's in he's in, he's one, in of one of these scenes, scenes in, the audi- like in the audience here. But I can never spot him. I always forget when it is. So we'll keep looking. We'll see if we can't find him. The the go to eighties graphics. Uh lightning and clouds. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Like every movie in the eighties had lightning and clouds. Oh shit. Man, that must have been hard to do, that sound stage. It looks like real pavement. It looks like they're really digging up the streets of New York. Yeah. This car does goes down and somehow doesn't crush them. Yeah, oh yeah, because they're down in that hole, right? Those all fell down on top of their nuclear power packs. <laughs> there was no sort of explosion. It looks real. It looks like real dirt. Yeah, but I mean, I've seen this at Universal. They they have a they had a twister ride that did this exact same thing. <laughs> Maybe this is at Universal. Ron Jeremy? Oh no, he's in here somewhere. <laughs> Telling you, people, <laughs> he's on his way to dick down a young lady. Ugh. One of the ugliest men in porn. <laughs> Ron Jeremy. (laughs) 
There's that guy again yeah, with the long yeah, hair and the like mustache. The same guy, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he was an extra. <laughs> we can take it. Oh, they had the punkers from Batman. Uh, Batman and Robin. <laughs> That scene was kind of pointless, though. The whole falling into the hole and yeah, back the up? Yeah, it's just because they're like, let's do something cool here. We are survivors. <laughs> we're going to make it. They literally just get up and go, we're fine. <laughs> yeah, we're good. We're good. No one got hurt. You can't hold us down. No one twisted an ankle when the fucking earth opened up below us. <laughs> <laughs> That's... I- can you imagine having to walk up all those stairs? Yeah, 22 flights of stairs. Fuck Look, that. they're worn out because Rick Moranis just busted his nut up inside of that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's where a baby comes from in the second one. Oh, Lord. Look at him. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I totally just did that. Yep. Good for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that was the sacrificial altar. He lost his virginity. Yeah, I think it just opened this portal. <laughs> yep, they got a bang, because he's the key holder and she was the gatekeeper, right? Oh, yeah. She opened, opened up the that gate, gate and he stuck the key in. Yep. Click, Unlock click, that bang. <laughs> art Deco, very nice. Yeah, everything in that building's art. Blah. Why this building? Is it because it looks like a giant altar? <laughs> it was like... Me like whoever the designer was was like a some sort of a cultist. <laughs> why is there a big wheel? Yeah, why is there a big wheel in the hallway? <laughs> there ain't nobody with children that can afford yeah. that upstairs apartment. I don't think we've seen a child this entire movie. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, that's how Rick Moranis got around because he was so little. Yeah, he had a big wheel. Zooming up and down the hallways. And why? Why would there be a whole? Why? Oh, that's her apartment. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, that's not the roof. Hey, where do these stairs go? You mean the ones that came out of her refrigerator? Because that's where her refrigerator was. Yeah, he's like, I don't fucking know. I don't live here. (laughs) I didn't design this shit. He's like, I ain't even bang this broad yet. (laughs) Not for lack of trying. I wish the second one was he found out that she, (laughs) demon, slept with Rick Moranis and was like, you're tainted. I don't want you no more. Oh, gross. That's (laughs) gross. (laughs) You did what with Honey, I Shrunk the Who? <laughs> you did doggy style as a demon dog? Ew. Like, would you look at that? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> kind of weird. Two weeks ago, there were no ghosts at all. <laughs> yeah. Now there's a portal to another dimension. Monster dogs. These guys opened up a can of whoop ass on that city. Oh, oh no. Whoo. You asked for it. You got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that had other meaning. Like, like she's ugly. They make the, the terror dogs look so menacing, but they don't really do anything in this movie. <laughs> They just bark, make a lot of noise. Look at that crystal palace. 
I was always let down by this scene as a kid because I'm just like, oh, this is it? Like, this is the bad guy? They don't even, like, fight, fight. <laughs> and then she just turns into Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. I was also very confused as a child if it was supposed to be a man or a, or a woman. <laughs> this demon this thing? David Bowie looking. <laughs> it just looks like Ziggy Stardust. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Gozer was a man. Whatever. <laughs> so, see? Even they were confused. Go get her, Ray. <laughs> yeah. Now it's your turn to bag on the demon lady. Didn't she date vampires? <laughs> I wonder if this lady was anything else. Oof. This kind of looks like Sigourney Weaver with a short haircut. <laughs> <laughs> But she does. She looks like what's her face? What's that? She's that girl that was in uh, the movie with the vampires with Edward Cullen. Oh, Kristen Stewart. There you go, Kristen Stewart. Her new look. <laughs> That's another person I don't care for in Hollywood. Yeah, I don't care for her much either. Sometimes she's good though. She just can't. I, I don't think she can act. She breathes heavy when she talks, <laughs> and it drives me insane. Because every, every line is, <sighs> it's like, okay, you can stop sighing because you hate your life. <laughs> Holy shit, they almost fell off the building. That would be an instant death sentence from this uh, this height. I'm looking up. <laughs> when someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. Ron Jeremy's even in the cast list. Is he? Yeah. Ah. Man behind barricades. So that was his call to fame, other than his ginormous penis. <laughs> I was in Ghostbusters, damn it. I carried my own proton pack. Looking for. Make them hard, ready? Yeah, who is this chick? I'm not seeing her in the cast list here. What kind of 80s music video bullshit was that? It's weird because it, like, it seems to be like an order of appearance and then not. Aim for the flat top. I found it. Ready for this? Her name, no picture. No IMDB picture. Her name is Slavitz. It's a Joven. No wonder her voice was <laughs> dubbed over. <laughs> She's Ukrainian? S-L-A-V-I-T-Z-A. Slavitza <laughs> Joven. J-O-V-A-N. Oh. Let's see what else she's been in. Nothing. <laughs> she was in House on Haunted Hill remake. Really? Still acting up to 2015, is she dead? Is she no passed? shit. Oh no, here comes the devil. What are these guys doing? They're just standing there shaking. They're working with what they got. <laughs> Act weird, because nothing's going to happen. What was he falling on? <laughs> 
Some of these people are way overdoing it. Ron Jeremy's got to be in there someplace. Yeah, I feel like it was a daytime scene, though, so we might, I think we missed him. Choose the form of the destructor. Why would you let them choose? Oh, very cute. <laughs> Pick J. J. Edgar Hoover, then. You could easily kill J. Edgar Hoover. <laughs> you have a nuclear ray. The choice is made. But who? <laughs> the traveler has... Who thought of it? Was it was it Ray? It was Ray. <laughs> Cause look at him, he looks like a dumbass right now. Oops. But at least it's a marshmallow man. Yeah. Just set it on fire. <laughs> Isn't he the one in the car in the cartoon he's walking through the city during the parade, yeah. During the thing. Dun, 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 yeah, he dun, pops dun, up dun, a couple dun, dun. of times in the cartoon and he's not a he's not really a bad guy. He's I got me like a stay puff marshmallow man pop, he's right there. Yeah, he's laying on his back. He's been defeated. There's an angry one too, where he has like a little chard. I think I should make that one into a chard one. He is burning like an angry face. He's like the best part of this movie. Yeah, it's so crazy to me they just made this character up. It seems like something that must have existed. <laughs> because they, he just says it like, "Oh yeah, everyone knows the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man." Well, you gotta have to have some kind of convincing reality in this movie. Like, was he wasn't he wasn't anything before this? No, they made him up for this movie, literally. And he's fantastic because he looks like he looks like the Michelin Man. Kind of, yeah. He's so happy. <laughs> <laughs> looks like one of my grandchildren. I loved the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man when I was a kid. I tried to think of a harmless thing, something I loved from my childhood. What do you think of, like, a mosquito that you could just swat? <laughs> <laughs> like, did you think of him as fucking 600 feet tall? <laughs> Camp Wakanda? They went to Camp Wakanda! Umbapet! <laughs> <laughs> Wakanda forever! Wakanda forever! I think I saw those same clouds and poltergeist. That thing already has marshmallow on it. Uh, Mother Puss Bucket. Is that because he couldn't swear? They only only have an allotment for so many swears? Pretty much. Roast him. Ooh, now he's pissed off! I love his face. (laughs) Grr, arg. Just keep blasting it. Like, yeah, see, it's yeah, just seriously. immediately on fire. The Stay Puft Marshmallow Man really serves no, like, <laughs> threat whatsoever. They just set it on fire, and then it eventually blows up. Funny. Killed by a 100-foot Marshmallow Man. He's a sailor. We get this guy laid. <laughs> oh, Lord. And it can climb. I can't. I can't lift my body weight. I don't know, how is he lifting his? <laughs> he's, he's a big only old made out of marshmallow. puffy man. Even though he's a hundred feet tall, he's probably very light. We'll cross the streams. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do this. The nice lady paid us in advance. <laughs> oh, what? 
was he just? And Ernie Hudson is the equivalent of like a plumber's apprentice, <laughs> and he's fighting interdimensional demons. <laughs> yeah, he's just learning how to do this job. He's like, what the hell? And he's not like he's not a scientist. No, he's just a dude. <laughs> he's just a blue a, collar he's, dude. He's just a, a muscle. Paycheck. I like how they're like, if we do this, it'll be the worst thing ever. But then they do it, and it just works out. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, we were just wrong. I love it. I love how it twists. And this is a play on uh, two kids peeing in the toilet together and don't yeah, cross the street. that's what it <laughs> <laughs> Why are you and your best friend peeing in a toilet together? I don't know. That's what children did. Yeah, what little kids do. <laughs> it's when you start using it as a lightsaber battle you gotta worry about it yeah. <laughs> pissing all over the toilet seat that wow. happens as well <laughs> what was a hell of, what I said that happens as well <laughs> sure does that's me and Ben are gonna pee after this movie so. oh yeah <laughs> yep all of this is shaving cream ugh oh so imagine just getting Dumped with so first cream. off, um, that would be scalding hot. Have you ever taken a marshmallow straight out of the fire yeah. and tried to throw it in your mouth? Yeah, if it's, it's like fucking if it's napalm. Liquid. If it's to the point where it's liquid, that would be that would burn. Your it would absolutely body. have disintegrated that man right there. <laughs> so I call bullshit. Oh, looks painful. Here you can kind of tell it's shaving cream because it definitely doesn't move like marshmallow. No, it does not. And can you imagine how sticky it would be? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they God. must have been happy it was shaving green. Yeah, because if it was real marshmallow, they'd have been like gross forever. So throw out everything you're wearing and get all new stuff because you're never getting the marshmallow off. Because once it solidifies, you're done. <laughs> I know this is supposed to be funny that they are all covered and then Peters barely has any on him, but I want to know if it was just Bill Murray being like, I'm not getting covered in that shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, probably. I'm too pretty. I'm Bill Murray. <laughs> oh my God, Bill Murray's never been pretty. I don't. Nobody's ever accused Bill Murray about being good looking. I mean, nobody's ever said, "Hey, it smells like barbecue dog hair." No, he's he's the you know, the Hollywood. You got to have the face, like like you've pointed out in multiple hero movies where they don't use masks because they need to see the face. Yeah. He's the one, you know. I mean, he didn't in the eighties. He could be a household name and look like a taxi driver. Yeah. <laughs> There's people in here. That's pretty awesome. Can you imagine being the actor in there, and being like, "Please don't break this, so yeah, it hurts." Jesus. <laughs> like, what is this made out of? Charcoal. <laughs> Look, she's not a dog anymore. Look, my insides have been destroyed. You wouldn't believe the size of Rick Aranis' hog. <laughs> he still got the dog head on his head. That's hilarious. Go check on that little guy. And he is a little man. It'd be great if his pants are down. He's just swinging fucking hammer. <laughs> Dangling between his kneecaps. That's going to happen next. Yeah. Good luck with your date. Yeah. I destroyed that shit. Yeah. Spread that open like a gynecologist. <laughs> Gross. I kept asking her to come to my parties. 
Now she knows what she's missing. <laughs> now she knows what a real man feels like. <laughs> Where are the Ghostbusters? You, you, you look like... Who does your taxes? We didn't talk about the fact that Peter had drugged this woman. He went to pick her up on a date, and then when she was acting all demony, he put her down with some Thorazine. And it's like, why are you walking around with a syringe and knockout medicine? For real? You creepy bastard. I missed that part. Where? Ron Jeremy? Ron Jeremy? Uh, Ron Jeremy? There's a barricade. I think it's before. I think it's when the building's falling apart. Look at it. She does not want to kiss this man. Ugh. Why is she kissing this man? Because he saved her life? Yeah. Is that him? Ron Jeremy in the... No, I'm pretty sure it's when the building's falling down. Oh. I don't know. But that was Ghostbusters. So let's smoke. Hope you liked it. <laughs> we loved it. We love Ghostbusters. This is, this is such a cult classic. It's, it's absolutely... <laughs> Egon! Aww. Like, how are they all not covered anymore? <laughs> they just kind of are, like, spotty with some... But how angry. is he? Because he was in the dog. Yeah, now he didn't he's... even have any on him. He must have <laughs> tripped and fell and banged his head. <laughs> First responders are like, are you, are you okay? You okay, buddy? But, uh, yeah, we're going to go see Ghostbusters Afterlife. Hells yeah. And we will be back with our review of that. Can't wait. Let us know what you thought of Ghostbusters Afterlife on our social medias. You can reach us on Twitter, FMBM Podcast. We are on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, FMBN, the number four and the letter U. Uh, find yourself some of our cool merch on our Threadless store, fmbn.threadless.com. And, yeah, we'll see you next time with our review of Ghostbusters Afterlife. I'm Josh. I am Ben. And this is the Four Nerds by Nerds Podcast signing off. Stay nerdy, my friends. <laughs>